Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. And welcome. Ooh, that sounds very fancy. Yes, it does. Well, we're using stemware. We are using stemware because we're um, drinking scotch. It got a little cold. I wanted something smoky. It smells like campfire. It smells like campfire. Tastes like burning. In the best way. Oh, it's so good. It's a uh, the I I truly do not know how to pronounce it. I imagine it just is the sound of gargling. (laughs) So, uh, you know, there's there's the joke that like Eastern European languages have too many consonants, not enough vowels. And like French has too many vowels, not enough consonants. I feel like Scottish words have the right ratio. They just clump them really weird where it's like it starts with an L. Then you've got like an O-A-I. What the? Is that G H I T or G H T A I O P H M T Q? You just you just throwing stuff on the board the, now. It's just all the letters. Yeah, but like if you stretch it all out, it's got like a, a fairly good ratio. It's just what the heck do they do together? I don't know. Anyway, but we're drinking it, and, and it it's is delicious. It's delicious. It's a ten-year um, casked. Someone was feeling very baller when they went to the liquor store to also buy the world's cheapest bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So this is like a $40 bottle of scotch. Like it's not, I mean, there's like $2,000 bottles of scotch up there. It's like, like ooh. I don't know who's buying that. Yeah. I don't have $2,000 to spend on booze. Yeah. Like that is, who? I don't have the palate. I don't think. No, I wouldn't to, appreciate um, it. Yeah. Be able to tell. I'd be like, oh, this is delicious. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know that yeah. it would be. I imagine it's probably a little smoother than this. times more delicious. <laughs> like, this is not highly smooth. It's not bad, though. It's not real peaty. No. You don't like peaty. You like... I, no, peaty's gross. Blech. You don't like your mainland scotches. You like your Islays. Yeah, I and, guess so. Whatever one has the less peats. Yeah, which are tend to be a little smokier and fruitier. Mm-hmm. So, this is... I'm here for is, smoky and fruity and smooth. Which is why you're married to me. <laughs> right. Wait, no. You're all those things. <laughs> no. Um, so I'm not smoky. Maybe? I don't know. Have I been at a campfire, maybe? I don't even know what that means. Um, so, so how's your week? Uh, my week, I feel like it's been a lot. Well, we feel like I have a come down week. I have not been able to catch a break. Um, not like bad stuff is happening in my life, just like my life is very full. Yeah, and so, rich. Well, and like lovely. We, we had Halloween and birthday, like one, two, three, four, five. Like, oh yeah, no, Halloween was on Thursday. Birthday was on Saturday. Saturday. Like super quick, quick pivot between uh, and your family Halloween and uh, Harry Potter themed birthday party. Which, like, thankfully, a lot of the lot decoration of is overlap. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, but we had like a lot of games and fun stuff. But then, like last Sunday, we had some stuff, and then. Every night this... Okay, so literally three of the nights this week, I had something Cub Scout related. And then Saturday afternoon. Mm -hmm. So you were there Monday and Saturday, but like I also picked up Tuesday Tuesday and Thursday. Thursday. 
as a Cub Scout thing. Wednesdays are normal like church insanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday, what happened Friday? Oh, we had a date night. We had a date night. It's it our really cute. It'll be our one date night in November. <laughs> we take what we can get, folks. But we um, we went rock climbing, which literally my elbow I just stretched <laughs> out and it popped, and you could hear it on there. Very very lovely. Um, um, yeah. So there's an old church. Um, in Dayton. In Dayton that someone converted into a climbing gym. And it's really like a great use of that space because it's... Super vertical. Like, it's a it's a very tall, skinny building otherwise. Mm-hmm. Well, also, like, you can tell when you walk in the front door, you kind of like walk up a flight of stairs and you walk into the main lobby area, mm-hmm. which is open to the rest of the building. But it's like way higher than the floor mm-hmm. because this used to be the floor, like the sanctuary level of the floor. And then there was like a downstairs that would have been like classroom. Yes, yeah, or, or a kitchen or something. Something. And the floor was destroyed because this place had been abandoned forever and it was an old hardwood floor, so it was worthless. Mm-hmm. And they had to rip out the whole floor. They pretty much gutted the whole building. They just gutted the whole but building. But the outside of the building is still Gorgeous. very churchy and they had these beautiful stained glass windows. And it's like, like, it's an old reform slash Presbyterian style for those yeah, of you that it was, are. It was very nerds. cool looking. And. But yeah, it's got this huge open area in the middle where the sanctuary was. And it's like, yeah, we're just going to put climbing walls all over this place. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, so we went rock climbing. We are, uh, I don't know if this is news to anyone listening to this podcast, very old. And I, at least, am a (laughs) little chunkier than I should be. And very out of shape. Um, So we went And I have a busted elbow from a fall that, like, popped. (laughs) And it has not been agreeing with me ever since then. I mean, every time I do, like, a boat pose in yoga, like, there's so much, like, crackling that my hips do. Like, even my 50-year-old yoga instructor is like, uh, are you okay? (laughs) But, yeah, and so we, the two of us, geriatric hour. Oh, truly, truly. There were, like, so many 17-year-olds just, like, On super adorable dates. Being Spider-Man. Uh-huh. But we came. They were fine. Yeah. And they, they took like, our money. Yeah, they, like, taught us the, like, belay thing. And both of us had done belay stuff. Like, yeah. Mostly, like, at camp. Um, Which, when, we turned out, was, like, totally wrong. When we were younger. Mine was fine. Like... Yeah, yours was apparently okay. But, like, my, I have some serious questions about what I learned. <laughs> so, if you were out in a certain southern Ohio we're, camp we're not in the early 2000s... Names. And you survived. Congrats. Congratulations. But we, uh, but we, yeah, so we learned how to belay. And the idea is that we're going to try to go back with our kids and throw them up on the wall and let them climb for like two hours and then go home. So hopefully we'll do that tomorrow. Hopefully. that's Fingers crossed. That'd be great. But um, if we can pull that off, it'll be really neat. And mm-hmm. I think our kids will really enjoy it. It'll uh, yeah. be something we can do inside. Yeah, to keep it, our kids active during the summer. Yeah, or, or during the winter. the winter. Yeah, it might be a nice like, hey, everyone's real, real cooped up and like driving each other crazy. Let's go climb a wall. Let's go climb some walls because you're literally. like literally climbing the walls inside. Let's just. But that was fun. Make that what we do. But then Saturday we had a Cub Scout thing where we cleaned up our church. It was lovely. Yeah, we just raked leaves. It was a beautiful day to be outside, mm-hmm. and we got a lot of stuff done. It felt. It was good. funny because I was. Primarily, like, wrangling and focusing um, younger scouts. And so I had, like, a teeny tiny little tarp and, like, four kids. And we would walk and we would be carrying, I don't know, maybe, like, five pounds of leaves, which is not that much. It's like a six-by-four tarp. Right. It was a a very small tarp. And then these uh, dads would be by, like, 
with leaf blowers pulling this like giant thing of tarp and I was like I have the hardest job and they're like no you do and they're like truth <laughs> truth you do well and the thing is like the difference you know like a six by four tarp you can put like five pounds of leaves on it and it looks like a it looks like you're doing a lot of work and these little itty bitty kindergartners and first graders think they're doing awesome jobs and they are and they, they are, are for great. their weight they're doing really well but then, like, you see two dads with, like, a like 10 by 14 tarp that's just heaped high. And they've got, like, 30 pounds of leaves, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Right. Like, that is like a bedroom full of leaves. Right, right. Because they're all dry and fluffy. And they're just walking with it. And they're laughing and they're ha- having fun and they're not worried about it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, if you had two more kids on that, that would get way harder before it got easier. Yeah, yeah. And so you were definitely helping out, but just... Well, and one of the one of the dads was like, "The Lord's work." <laughs> I was like, "Thank you." I think I know which dad that was, and he's fantastic. Yes. Man. Um, yeah, but that was really fun, and then uh, we came home immediately. Yep. And had people over which to is a, play board games. And this is a curated list of people. So if you're listening, if you found our podcast, you made the cut. I mean, that's a real, real narrow slice of humanity, right there. Yeah. The. F- two couples that came over <laughs> we don't i don't think either of them know we have a podcast right. but anyway um but we we play games we played betrayal at Baldur's gate which is i only am really familiar with betrayal the house of the hill but it's similar very similar in that you kind of like explore a town and then something really bad happens and you have to figure out how to beat the game mm-hmm. only you were the betrayer right i'd never been the betrayer before so this was an interesting uh twist so she gets sent off to a different room to read an entire, like, little addendum of rules. Right, it's specific. like a page. It's, it's actually surprisingly vague, where it's like, hey, yeah. you're going to lead all your, your friends to slaughter. You oh, have cool. this magic lantern that controls them. You don't know how it works. It can be stolen from you. We're not going to tell you how. You can take it back. We're also not going to tell you how. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I guess all this was covered in, like, the basic gameplay rules well, of yeah. item and, like, exchange. And, like, when you came back, everyone was like, all right, this is how stealing works. If I you mean, would do two physical damage, instead you can opt to knock them over and steal their stuff. Oh, okay. That's how stealing works. Cool. Okay. Establish that. Right. It's, it's, an, it's an established thing. We're like, okay, cool. But then we had to, like, try to knock you out and try to steal your lantern. And there were these ritual sites that we had to do. And you were trying to, like, possess us. Yeah, and... I was just trying to possess all of you and make you kill each other. Yeah. And so we lost one of our number. Rest Pretty quickly. Poor run out and to our little dark elf friend. Right. But then we, we managed. I also needed to kill her because she had the highest sanity. And she was the most likely not to go under my control. Right. So... Well played. It was Although, it, it was a strategic move. Well, and we had like this murder hobo of a dwarf that we kept sending after <laughs> I you. I was like, oh my god, this stupid murder hobo. He's so, so dumb and so strong. Yeah, he was just like, I'm rolling ten dice worth of damage, and you're like, oh, good luck. And you're like, I defend with four. Yeah, yeah and I was like, well, we'll see what we can do. And you made it through like one whack of his mighty axe, and then yeah, I made the it through like two rounds, which I felt like was pretty good for having four people being against me. So, but that was fun. Five people, really. Like yeah, five was, and a half because she died quick. But it was fun. So that was, was fun. fun. And then we ha- broke for lunch or dinner, and then we went back and played Scythe. Which first off, there's I, so many pieces. There's so many pieces. I tried there's to describe so many this... tiny critical like cubes mm-hmm. of wood. Yeah, 
There's a lot of middly, little fiddly bits. So many fiddly and bits. And also, I was trying to describe Lisa. I'm like, this is a very crunchy game. She's like, I don't understand the word crunchy as a descriptor of board games. I'm right. like, you will. Right. Is is he your hippie art teacher from seventh grade? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> but this one is a no very... No offense, Mr. Fritz. I'm sure you're wonderful. <laughs> and also totally baked out of his mind right, right. now. Right. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. But, um, but this is a very crunchy game. And we spent three hours playing one board game. The six people, which, you know, it's one of those things where I spend, like, maybe $80 on board games like this. Which, I mean, I feel like that's a lot of money for cardboard, but... You end up having, like, three times six man hours, like, 18 man hours worth of entertainment out of it in one round. Right, right. It's a part-time job. (laughs) Yeah, like, if you end up playing it two or three times, it starts, like... It starts oh, yeah, being it's a much, movie. Yeah, it starts being cheaper than a movie. And so that's kind of fun. And Assuming it is entertaining for all of those times. Yeah, and I find it fine. I, f- I find it fun. I enjoy my time playing it, and it's been really good. And so... I can only play to, like, two objectives at a time, and this game has, like, 17 objectives. Yes. So... You ended up kind of having to bounce I was a little like, bit, uh, and you accidentally I'm, did some stuff. I didn't accidentally do some stuff. All my stuff I did was on purpose. Until the very last thing, which uh, I until did Until the very for last you. thing you did for me. But because I could only play like to three or four objectives, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this and this. And then I'm like, okay, I did that. Now I'm going to do, oh, I'm going to do this and this. Well, and I'm like the most, I, I'm sometimes a very salty player in that like when I realize I'm not going to win, I make mm-hmm. it to where someone else is going to win. And so there was a guy next to me who plays this game, not irregularly, he owns it, he knows what he's doing. And to my right, I have Lisa, who has Who's never ne- played this game before. never played the game before. And she's doing okay. She's really doing all right. Um, I was doing okay. She's got five of these six objectives done, and when you get your six objective done, the game, game is over. And so the next turn, I can tell the guy to my left is going to win. I am not going to win. It's just not going to happen. So I I do something to kind of get myself a couple extra points, and then I attacked Lisa, which is a bold strategy for a married couple. Right, right. If you want to sleep in the same bed, like, afterwards. Right, right. But I also lost, and I knew I was going to lose. Right, and I was like, I was like, hmm, I think you're going to lose this. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on. But what happened was it caused her to get her sixth objective because she means, had to win a combat. Right, which means the game was over and that guy couldn't take his last turn of, like, essentially a victory lap. <laughs> yeah. And so there were, like, seven or eight points he was going to get on his last turn. Lisa ends up picking up an extra three points because of the combat that she won. And so the final score is 65 Lisa, 60 that guy. Mm-hmm. So if she if he had gone, he would have won. But since he didn't, Lisa won. And really, and that you means you were the decider. I was the decider. So in my own, <laughs> so in your own way, on my own objectives, won, I won. Even though you didn't win at all, you were like fourth. <laughs> I was fifth. I came in a oh, solid wow. fifth out of six. <laughs> the only the, because, the guy that had never played it before also because me and because me and um, one other person tied. Like, yeah, and she was actually playing a pretty good strategy. She was doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. we were both just like kind of stuck based on what our situation was so we couldn't advance as far as we'd like to well and again you you realize like you you could find the limits of what you were able to do but even within that both of you did very well of strategizing because 
you know, there, like you said, there's like 10 it's, objectives you can play to. It's kind of a well-balanced game where some people are just really good at one thing and some people are just not. Yeah, and sometimes you catch a lucky break, sometimes you're stuck. And you guys both were kind of stuck on some objectives, but then when you were able to pivot out and figure out the other objectives you could kick ass on, you did it, and you were great. And so, great game. Good game. It was fun. It was like four hours, though. Like, it, it was so long. We started um, we started at like six, and we finished at ten. So really, yeah. it was like four hours. It was four so. hours. I wasn't lying about that. Yeah. Piece of time. It was and at eight o'clock at night. All of my kids came down and was like, "How much longer are you going to be playing this game?" Four. And I was like, oh, at least an hour." Yep. And they were like, "Okay." And I was like, "You can go to bed if you want." And they're like, "No, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Forget I ever came down here." Yeah, I was never here. So our kids ended up staying up to like ten o'clock, which was a huge mistake. Oh gosh, they were. They were so salty today. Oof. But hey. But we took a nap, and hopefully. We, of course, corrected, and things will be okay tomorrow. And If not, we don't really have a if, lot planned. We yeah, will just we call will it all and go to bed at go, 7 o'clock. We will just not go rock climbing. So It'll be fine. We'll see. So, should be good. Well, that was very long. This was our week. We it should... was. It was a little longer than usual. So, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry that it went a little longer. Um, so, we're going to continue our theme of talking about movies that yes. are Star Wars. Yes, we did have I'm a the sli- drunk parent, the so. slight reprieve yeah, last week with the, uh, with the Lorax. I hope you all enjoy it. I'm sure it's delightful. Danny DeVito, I, I don't love you. remember anything I said. So We did get hung up on Danny DeVito. He's great. He's why fantastic. why is that bad? You say that like it's a bad thing. No, I was just listening to it and putting it together. It's like there's a <laughs> lot of Danny DeVito in this episode. What else is there to talk about? Nothing. Mm, Betty White? Betty White's great. Anyway. Um, but we're not going to talk about that movie because we already did. We're going to talk about um, Return of the Jedi. Which is also Return of the George Lucas as a writing force and director. Right. I do not feel that is in its benefit. No. Okay. So. The story so far. Story. Or right where, up to this. Where we left off. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. Let's see if I even remember. Han is frozen in carbonite and is yeah. sold to a giant space slug. Yes. Who's also... Some kind of like mogul. I don't. I don't. He's understand. a mob boss, basically. Okay, he's a mob boss. Yeah, he is. He is the Godfather character of the. Yeah. Okay, but but without the style. I mean, he's got a style. Does he have a style? Is that like part of his the alien race that he's part of? Like that's their like vibe. He's got a yacht. I don't know. So giant. anyway, anyway, got a palace. So yeah, sold to a giant space slug, as. I don't know, a trophy, furniture, what, dressing. What, whatever he is. Warning to others. Warning to others. It's like the head on the stick. Luke's got his hand cut off. Luke has a hand, but he has magical robot hands, so it doesn't matter. Right. Special effects budget resolved. Right. Because that would be so expensive. <laughs> right. Um, he would have to learn to fight with his other hand. Like, no. He's hanging out with Leia. Lando and Chewie are out in the Falcon doing something. So they did they have like a secret mission from yeah, outer space. Where know. is that movie? Where is like, the yeah? We talked about is this. The, the Lando Chewie movie. Like I want that. That I'm here for. Like somebody they call would have so many great adventures. The Lando Chewie adventures. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Meeting like ladies. I mean, yeah, so that many, would be a lot of so Lando. many ladies or other. Yes. Whoever. I mean, like, what, whatever species. That's of... not limited to the two human genders. No, I'm sure no, not at all. Lando can find a lot of other options. Yeah, whatever. All, M- meanwhile, all Chewie just like looks on disapprovingly, like, "Man, really? 
Yes. I got a thing to do. That's true. That's true. But I'm sure there's like many adventures with many beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Or aliens sure. or whatever. Yeah. People eat aliens. Humanoids. We'll humanoids, go with humanoids. But again, humanoid let's not whatever. limit it. Yeah, like whatever all the sexy aliens. Or so huts. many so many sexy aliens. That's a job. A job is a hut. So he I I feel like I, I would say sexy alien. Sure. So I'm I part mean, of the sexy yeah. aliens. Anyway. So just yeah, all the all so the they're babes. off on that. And so the first opening of this, we see the droids walking up to Jabba's palace. Right. So Baller. the so both C-3PO and R2-D2 mm-hmm. together at last. Well. Because they had been separated for a bit. Right. So now they're back together. Mm-hmm. And uh, C-3PO is like, my friend has a message for you. And he like pushes a little button on top of R2-D2 and he has a, a hologram of Luke Skywalker. And Luke Skywalker's like, here are these droids. They've been my, like, excellent friends. I want to give them to you for a gift in exchange in exchange for Han Solo or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Jabba's like, har, har. But, you know, I could always use new droids, whatever. Okay, question. Yes. Why did they both have to say something? Why couldn't the whole message be on R2-D2? So, Or okay. C-3PO say the whole spiel? So, yeah, I don't know. Well, C-3PO Because they, the both, they that... both needed lines. Both of their agents yeah. were like, both these people well, need lines. C-3PO can talk to anyone. And right, he's an people interpreter. People who can understand R2 are a little bit more limited. So if you need to talk your way into the place, you're going to need a protocol droid. Right. Now, the fact that R2 can has a hollow projector, which can play black, um, um, Luke stuff, That mm-hmm. that's why he's there. And and C-3PO is not just doing it on his own. And also why C-3PO is a little surprised by the whole situation. He was like, what? Wait, what? 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 This seems terrible. This is a terrible plan. I love that nobody tells C-3PO the plan because he's just going to tell him it's not going to work. Because you know what? It's not going to work. Like, C-3PO has done the math and this is a terrible fucking plan. Well, this whole thing is a terrible fucking plan. And people should listen to him more. We're going to get into why this whole thing is a terrible fucking plan. But it is a terrible fucking plan. Because Jabba just steals the droids. He's like, yeah, I'm not giving that back. He's like, whatever, that's not my job. So, um, yeah, and so what happens next? Oh, uh, there's... So then, disguised as a bounty hunter, Yeah. Leia, like, also sneaks in mm-hmm. to Jabba's palace. Right, because we need everybody here. Right, to, um... Hey, oh, the gang's all together, right? Oh, she brings Chewbacca. Right. She brings Chewbacca and is like, hey, I, f- I got this I got this guy and you have a bounty out on this guy. And he was like, cool, here's your money. And she was like... Uh, it was like twice as much. Right. And he was like, she was, he was like, you were going to, you were going to give me more. And he was like, no, like, whatever, this, you'll take this bitch. And she was like, I have a thermal detonator. <laughs> I'm not afraid to use it. And he was like, I like your style. <laughs> here's your money. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So then the bounty hunter Leia hangs around. So... Right. Chewbacca gets captured. So Chewbacca is captured. And then when the kind of lights go out, um Oh, and she uh, she does She does She fall. does unfreeze Han or whatever. Yeah. But then like Chewbacca or or sorry, Jabba opens up the curtains and is like, "Yeah, we knew you were in trouble when you walked in." Right. So then he entraps her. Yes. Which again, okay. So George, we need to talk. Right. I don't want to psychoanalyze some people that I'm not in here, 
But like Freud has a theory that people with maladjusted egos, like particularly men, tend to see women as either like uncorruptible bananas or like very sexualized. Right. Right. George. And, and the pendulum. The pendulum does swing. Yes. Very hard from like she is dressed exactly like the Virgin Mary to gold bikini. Gold bikini. Which is fine. Like, she's very cute in her gold bikini. But, like, also the fact that he wouldn't let her wear a bra, it's a big thing. Like, he would not let her wear a bra in in the first movies where... A New Hope. In A New Hope. Empire Strikes Back. Like, she's wearing, like, some... Modest She's wearing, like, regular clothes. And some outerwear. And, right. like... Clothes, clothes that fit the situation and the climate. And have pockets. And have pockets. She has functional pockets. She does. This... She has both pockets on her pants and, like, a little, like, belt pocket. Like, a cute little fanny pack got, pocket. Like, She's got, like, be- oh, jacket so pockets yeah. and, like, storage and stuff. So many pockets. Yeah. like Because a woman wrote that. <laughs> yes. Because a woman was in charge. For a little bit there, we had a great highlight. And then George is back, and he's like, you know what she would wear in this situation? And everybody's like, what, George? And he goes, gold bikini. And they're like, that seems a little... It has a skirt in the front and the back. It's flaps. They're it has flaps. flaps. But there's nothing on the sides. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. And also a dog collar with a chain. Right, right. And you're like, whoo, this seems... Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't want to say that's some loaded imagery, but. Yikes. George, are you okay? Right. Like, are you in a good place right now? Right. The answer is no, he's not. But he's anyway. never in a good place. Um, And then Luke shows up to rescue everybody. Right. Okay. So, and so wait, does Luke show up with Lando? No, Lando's hiding in the background. He's got like the weird face thing with the like claws that go around it, so you can just see a little bit to d- prove that it's Billy D. Williams. But that's it. Okay, so is is I don't. Know. He's gonna show up on the skiffs. He's gonna show up whenever. So Luke shows up. So Luke shows up, and uh, has no. He doesn't have his lightsaber. Right. Where's his lightsaber? We'll get there. But he doesn't have his lightsaber. He threatens Jabba, and Jabba just is like, yeah, just fuck like, this shit, dump like, him into the He's scu- like, I'm a Jedi, the... and he's like, I have a trapdoor. This conversation's over. And so he trapdoors him down into the the pit with the, um, not Sarlacc, Sarlacc later. I know. Oh, uh, my gosh. Rancor? Rancor, thank you. Oh, my gosh, no point. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I was like, uh. Yeah, yeah drops him into like the Rancor It's just like a sand pit. hole. And he, like, kills the Rancor with like smartness so, okay so what is the rancor because it just looks like a sand hole is that the one that looks like a sand hole or is that the other thing well, this is sarlax rancor is the guy that looks like kind of this weird okay, okay it looks like an ogre from destiny 2 oh, which oh, 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 oh. but he's got yes, like the yes. he's, he's kind of like hunched over it. green no no he's, he's not bluish. skin colored he's skin colored and he's like kind of browns and tans, but he's got like a large mouth on the front. And he's got like a really big forehead and like eyes. Just for the record, you guys can't see this, but yeah, I'm doing uh, posings. Yeah, Adam is Adam is doing Adam is the drunk parent, <laughs> but he's doing a lot of uh, just gesticulation with his uh, with his hands. So. Yeah, and a lot hmm. of gestures. I can't get an image of a rancor right here. That's but. fine. Whatever, big ogre, and he and so Luke fights the big ogre. Yep. You would think Luke would, like, level with him or control his mind. Like, That's not Luke's thing. He, d- he doesn't do mind control? No. 
He wasn't like, I'm uh, not the prisoner you're looking for. Because I feel like that would be so easy. And be like, hey, I'm going to control you now. And you're just going to do my bidding. That's the rancor. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. I mean, he just, he kind of looks like lava rocks just smooshed together with some teeth. Yeah. Well, he was like, and he was a stop motion puppet, which ah. is interesting also. That helps you out. But I see it. I see it now. It's very Jim Henson-y. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's some dark crystal shit. Yeah. But he um, he defeats the Rancor. And one of the saddest moments, by the way, is um, not the fact that the Rancor's owner is crying after the Rancor dies, although mm-hmm. there is a moment of that. So in the Rancor pit, there's a skull. Mm-hmm. Would it surprise you to know that the owner of that skull has a name and a way too detailed backstory in the Star Wars universe? Ugh, not at fucking all. Yeah, I don't have it handy oh, ready, but that's, that's a whole thing that's been written in how he ended up in Jabba's palace and died by the hands of the Rancor. Right, it's, it's, like a, it's a ballad. Yeah, it's it really is. They put it into a beautiful epic poem. But... But Luke managed to escape the Rancor, and so... Wait, what, you said there was something sad about that. That is the sad thing. Oh. That we've written a whole... Oh, okay. Not okay. we, but, like, society is a we. Society. <laughs> has written an entire story These about These white boys have so much time, you guys. I know. They have so much time. They could be producing so many great things for society. But instead we've produced a backstory for a prop. Um, so, so many... So many nerds. Anyway, so Luke escapes, but doesn't really like he escapes the rancor but he's still trapped in the he dungeon kills the, the rancor but he's still trapped in the palace and he doesn't have a lightsaber so they and he manage, and he manages to entrap all of his friends his brilliant plan is like hey i only have one friend who's captured right now how about i make all of my friends captured Cause, right because i'm playing the long con like, like how about you find a different con how about you go in there lightsaber blazing? <laughs> right. Cut this shit up. Yeah, use your fucking amazing ninja skills that you have acquired through... Uh, 30 days worth of training with, the, with, with Yoda? Like, yeah, with like a... A, a weekend, long weekend, really. Yeah, a, a tiny gruppy frog puppet. Yeah, so instead of doing that, he does this really elaborate thing. And it ends up, so now, so Jabba's got him. They put him on the freaking yacht. And they're going to go out and throw everybody in the Sarlacc, which is like... Why do they have to the throw same... everybody in the Sarlacc? Again, I don't know, but like... Why do they have to gather all these friends together? Like, oh, we found out that there's a conspiracy. The best thing to do is to put all these prisoners together. Yeah. So that they can conspire more. Because like, of course we've we got learn, all... Did we learn nothing from the ancient Greeks? No, we didn't. Nothing. I mean, honestly, they've never heard of the ancient Greeks at this point, but... But truly, it's like yeah. Slave Rebellion 101. You split up all the languages. So they're taking everybody out and they're going to feed them to the Sandanus. That is the Sarlacc. Right, okay. It looks a little rectal. I have to... It may be. Maybe it's sand vagina. Well, it's got... Sand orifice. It's an orifice of We'll some say sort. sand orifice. There we that go. way it's, it's non-gendered. It can yes. be anything. <laughs> sand cloaca. Yes. There we go. Yes, so the sand cloaca. Uh, and they're going to throw everybody in, but a couple of things. One... So how does the sand cloaca work? Like, is it just the mouth of something? Yeah, it's got tentacles, so it can like... Draw... Is... It's like a trapdoor spider. Okay. But it's got tentacles that can reach out so and grab its prey. So it lives underground. Yes. Primarily. Mostly. And it's just, its mouth hole is at the ground. Right. To eat whatever happens by. Mm-hmm. Okay. So don't happen by, and you'll be fine. Right, right. How does it reproduce? 
You're asking me about Sarlacc <laughs> sexy times? Does it have to find other Sarlaccs? Does it send out shooters? Like... I don't know. Does it die and regenerate? Because it seems very far from other Sarlaccs, right? I really am at a loss to explain <laughs> how Sarlaccs reproduce. I didn't really come in with that piece of I think research. it sends out spores. Let's go with that. I think it just sends out a poof of sexy spore smoke and just other Sarlaccs form if the conditions, conditions are, are ripe. ripe. Yeah. And, um, like, can you imagine having, like, an infestation of Sarlaccs? Right? Right, and then uh, how do you get rid of them? <laughs> I don't even know. Do they move? It looks like the one in Star Wars is pretty established. Like, like yeah. they built, like, a, a whole thing to, to like throw people thing, into yeah. it. Well, everything comes out. Like, everything's a boat, basically. Like, a skiff or a... Okay. So, they're gonna throw Luke in first, and the way they do that is they get him... Like, they're gonna make him walk the plank. Right. But as he's about to walk the plank, first off, Billy D. Williams is there, and he's able to start shooting. Right. He provides a distraction. R2-D2, who is being How used as a bar cart. did R2-D2 get there? He's being used as a bar cart. He's got, right. like, he's a, like, I'm a here drinks on his head. I'm here with drinks. Um, he's, like, wearing a chip dip sombrero, but with drinks. Yeah, which I would, if I had an like little radio controlled r2 i would 100 percent make it a bar card at a party 100 percent. yeah so you know anybody wants to like kickstart that for me feel um, free sure um and then he shoots luke's lightsaber out of his head r2d2 shoots luke's lightsaber out of his head right so that means that r2d2 has like cavities inside him that aren't Are holding... you going to ask me about our two sexy times? <laughs> I mean, uh, no. Because <laughs> Lando's interested in this conversation, I'm just saying. Right, right. But... Okay, so so d 2 has all these cavities inside him where you could hide things. He's not yep. just... I thought he was just full of, like, all the computer nope. hacking. Apparently not. Computer hacking, computer mainframe stuff. I don't know anything maybe about computers. Maybe they took out the <laughs> rocket engines from episode... Like, oh. the prequels that oh. he never uses again. Yeah, so maybe he's just, like, real modifiable. Yeah. Like, you can just be like, I don't need this anymore. I'm going to pull this out. I'm going to convert this to wine storage, which is what I say about my uterus all the time. You're like, can we just scoop this out? And right, I'm, like, d- I'm done with it. Let's just convert this to something useful. Yep. Like but... wine storage. So far, no one has taken me up on this. <laughs> Mostly the medical community sees this as, like, quote, irresponsible <laughs> right. and, quote, malpractice-inducing, but eh, we'll find somebody. So whatever, I'm just keeping my uterus as is, guys, don't worry. But anyway, so yeah, he shoots this thing, which, I mean, again, bold plan Luke, because if Lando was discovered, right, he wouldn't be able to do what he's doing. If, say, maybe Jabba was like, you know... This suspiciously gifted robot mm-hmm. should probably stay back. Right. I'm going to scrub him. While I kill his old master. Right. Right. I'm going to deep, deep search on this thing. See if there's any right. unidentified I'm gonna, modifications. I'm going to take them all apart. I'm going to scrub him. If he had bothered to do like a modicum of, you know, work on this thing. Right. Or even if he was just like, cool, these gifted robots get to like stay in quarantine. For at least a week. For a week. Yeah. Like this would not, this cunning plan this that happens cunt, this quote-unquote cunning plan yeah and it doesn't work it, well no but it, it works 
So Luke gets his lightsaber, is able Luke's, to cut himself Luke's free. Luke gets his lightsaber, can cut free, murders everyone. Yeah, there's a lot of murder. Except his friends. Yeah, like, very quickly. This is a lot of killing for a Star Wars movie. I feel like all of a sudden this went from, like, network TV to, like, cable yeah, with this, the body count. Like, this, it was crazy. This was, like, eight, this was like some Game of Thrones level shit here. Or it was, like, that, like, one season of Buffy where you're like, oh... <laughs> like apparently we had some contract disputes right so. I, I can tell we were on a different network because whoo boy yeah. there's a lot wow. of stuff um leia does uh in a act of i'm gonna say symbolic whatever mm-hmm. manages to choke um jabba the hut out with her chain that's on so her like, collar does he bring her yeah. To the Sarlacc throwing in? Is he going to throw her in the pit? He's just going to no. keep her as a sex slave, right? Yeah, that's the plan, I think. Okay. Which, again, I don't want to think about hut sexy times anymore. I mean, I'm sure, you know, he things? has some stuff. He's got that tongue. Right. Uh, Maybe. It's uncomfortable. It might be okay. I mean, but anyway. He, uh, yeah, and so he gets choked out by Leia. And then Leia, like, shoots the deck of the giant yacht thing with the big gun Blows that up. Lando, Luke, Han, Chewie, Leia, C-3PO, and R2 all get in like a little skiff and like zoom away. The whole gang is back together. On one boat, which seems a little like... At what point does Leia get close? Um, she's, she's shooting away from this in the Skimpies. They end up just heading back to the, like, catch up with their friends in the Rebel, like, Alliance. I think. Yeah, so, but like yeah, Luke they go... takes a sidetrack. He's like, "Hey, I got some unfinished business." Cause okay, okay. So, I gotta go back to Dagobah and and so ev- my everyone else goes to the Rebel Alliance, where I assume they have Leia's eyes closed. But Luke <sighs> is like, "Oh wait, no, I have to go back to Dagobah to Yoda because like the Force goes yeah. to Obi Wan told me to, or I just have to finish my training." I don't remember. Also, uh, so there's so he's yeah he has he feels like he's got to go back to Dagobah. He talks to Yoda, who is, like, on his way out. Like, no, because, like, Yoda is totally fine. He's, like, making soup, whatever. Luke shows up. Yoda's immediately like, I'm dying. I was like, you fucker. You were yeah, not... You were queen. You were not dying ten minutes ago. You were making some fucking soup. Like, you were fine. You were standing. You were talking. You were being silly. You yeah. were making soup. Everything was fine. But then, um... He, in his dying, like breath so he's like, like hey hey is vader told me he was my father is that true and he's like you know in your heart it's true and he's like why did nobody tell me this and he's like we have our reasons he's like you your reasons fucking suck and he's <laughs> like, like yep peace out i'm gone and right. fades into he's nothing. like i'm dying and i'm turning in to like sparkly ghost like peace out peace out my body's disappearing because it's my time and uh so one of the things they did um and they've talked about this the fact that people thought Darth Vader was lying mm-hmm. at the end of Empire Strikes Back because they thought he's just trying to get in Luke's head. This can't be the truth. Right. And so they had to have somebody else that could confirm it. So this whole like sideline to Yoda was not even supposed to happen. It was just like the fans demand it. They're the not going to believe it. need somebody. And the only person they could think of to explain the thing was Yoda. Because everyone else is a sparkly forest ghost and dead. There's one person who knows. There's one other person in this movie that knows. Who's alive. Who's alive, who knows. Chewbacca. Because Chewbacca's old as fuck. Yeah, Chewbacca and Yoda were hanging out. But nobody bothers to talk to Chewbacca or learn his language. No, he's got, he's full of, his hair is full of secrets. (laughs) 
That's why it's so big. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, yeah, he's, anyway, but you could have checked with Chewie, but no. But also, like, from an audience perspective, like, I kind of get that because if Chewie explains something, you're like. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? I mean, well, I know he's been around for two and a half movies, but, like. Also, someone else would have to translate for him, and you're like... It just makes it longer. It just... Well, it makes it less believable, but if just in the clear English of Yoda, like, yeah, dude's your dad. Yeah, then maybe it works. But yeah, so Yoda confirms that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yep. And there's... Is that when Obi-Wan is like, I didn't really lie about uh, Darth Vader killing your father, Anakin. Yeah. Because, like, the good man who was Anakin did die when Darth Vader took over him. And you're like, no! No, you did lie about that. Yeah. You lied. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's true from a certain point of view. Yeah, like, the certain no. point of view that you're an asshole. Right. That's where it's true. It's not... No, it's not. No. and But he does reveal that... He, he's like, by the way, you know this chick that you've been totally macking on? Yeah, the one you were oogling in the gold bikini? Yeah. Right. Also, she's your sister. Wait, what? And he was like, that's not true. And he's like, everything else has been true. Also, uh, they tell, I don't remember who tells Luke, but either Yoda or the Force Ghost of Obi-Wan tells him that he has his final test in becoming a Jedi is to face off against Darth Vader. His dad. Yeah. The best fucking Sith in the universe. Right. Right? Okay. The biggest badass that's ever... Do you have to be the best at something to be a thing? I say no. No. There are many doctors. There's only one best doctor. <laughs> like, like, if I go it's to okay. the 12th best heart surgeon in America... Right, that's still fine. Cool. I'll be like, with that. Yeah. Because number one's not in Dayton. Right. Right. If you're... Proximity's going to be a thing. Right. Right. Like, just because we all can't be Dolly Parton doesn't mean we should stop writing songs. I should stop writing songs. <laughs> oh, my songs suck. But, like, people who have talent. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, yeah, I mean, there is a, there is a cutoff. But right. Still. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that everybody can be it. I'm just saying, like, you do not have to be the best at something. You do not have to defeat the best counterpoint of something to be able to be it. Yeah. Uh, I.e., Post Malone still has a career. Right. Yeah. <laughs> True. And so many other people. <laughs> But anyway, so he's like, yeah, you're, Can you're you can you imagine to... if everything was like that, if it was just like a, a giant fight? So you've been training for a weekend now, right? Right, right. So I'm going to need you... Uh, getting ready to take the SAT. Getting ready to take the SAT. Before you do that, you need to like I need go... you to murder your valedictorian. Yes. <laughs> to prove to me that you can do this. You, you've been training mixed martial arts for like a solid two weeks now so for your final exam you're gonna go need to find uh connor mcgregor and kick his ass right like, like what? Wait, what what no. this no. is bonkers no all of this is bonkers can i go to a different dojo like, right like no. no so um they all get but maybe that's just because it's luke's special yeah. thing like if i was training to be a jedi they would tell me i would have a different ridiculous final task mm -hmm. but luke's is because he has to face his father right and so the but anyway so they all get back together and they find out that the empire did not put all their eggs in one basket which would which, which i have to admit is one of the most believable things here right right because they're like we're building a death star we're also building death star like version 1.2 you would think they would build five yeah, well, I mean, if you read the Expanded Universe books, they have, they like, do. 12 different Doomsday <laughs> projects going. 
That makes sense. Like, let's let's diversify. Well, and like they keep kind of building things up and increasing them. Actually, during this time, Star Killer Base, which is the the major thing, twenty years later, in um, the uh, Force Awakens, the big set piece, the Super mm-hmm. Death Star. That would have started around this time as well. Okay. So what they're doing is they're kind of iterating and increasing things. They have like phase. Phase one. Yeah. Phase, phase one, let's get a mobile star base that we can use to blow up planets. Right. And cool. we can use that to like find tweaks and, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe some issues in, and in version in 1. machination. version 1.2 that they're building out, they find out it's out at Endor, um, mm-hmm. over the moon of Endor where the Ewoks are. Uh, we'll get to them. Are they on Endor or are they on the moon of Endor? Moon of Endor. They're on the moon of Endor. Again, moon uh, moon is... So Endor is the big planet. Uh-huh. And this is like... Again, this is like a big gas giant planet. And then one of the moons is... Um, is whatever planet the Ewoks live on, which we Ewoks don't are. know what it's called? It's, it's the moon of Endor. The moon of Endor. You would think it would have its own name. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure that out. All the moons of Jupiter have their own name. Yeah. He loves to name stupid things I don't even care about. Why wouldn't he name this place where he created all these people to live on? Okay, so the Rebel Alliance is like, hey, they're building another Death Star. And you're like, cool. Let's mm-hmm. just destroy this Death Star like we destroyed the last Death Star. And they're like, spoilers, they don't have a thermal exhaust port on this one. And you're like, oh, that was actually pretty smart of them. Okay, good <laughs> learning. So it's at a construction yard, and they've got a shield generator on the ground that's projecting a ginormous shield up around this thing. So we can't even get close to it. And they're like, oh, no, that right. tracks. That totally makes sense. Like, while something is being built, you put up a fence. like Until it can make its own fence. Right, and then right. You it, let it totally makes sense. And they're like, well, we need to strike it before it gets completed build because that would be a problem. And like, oh, no, this is a good plan. Like, all these things are tracking. Mm-hmm. So we're going to send a team down to blow up the shield generator on the planet. And you're like, okay. All right. So we're going to put our, our one of our most valuable assets, the princess. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not a princess anymore because her planet was blown up. I mean, do you stop being a princess just because your planet gets blown up? I mean, what are you the princess of? An asteroid belt? Maybe many, many tiny small rocks. Churches? <laughs> um, but she um she is no longer you know, I but guess anyway, that valuable. But she's but she's still uh mm-hmm. an asset in terms of She's actually so one of the things they point out, she's really a military genius. She's gonna be general Leia Organa later. Um, but she is very good at what she does. And so she's going to go with Han down to the surface and, and C-3PO and R2 and Luke right and Luke but Luke like totally spins off from the rest of the troop Leia spins off from the rest of the troop like there's this whole like the whole speeder bike chase yeah, scene they, like... they get separated okay so when they're on Endor mm-hmm. they go through great pains to like put paint on their face and be all camouflage mm-hmm but they bring a, a very loud, gold, shiny robot with them. Yes. Wherever they go. Yeah. No. I have no excuse for this situation. <laughs> so, so we have a really loud, gold, shiny robot. Yep. And then we're in camo. So, like, maybe they'll just see the robot and take the robot. Right. <laughs> like, you would think they would send the robot, like, ahead. Right. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, we got him. We got him. We're good. And then they could, like, go, like, in the back and gorilla before you. Like, you think he would just be bait. 
so Luke and Leia and the whole crew end up getting well Leia ends up getting kind of separated and meets Wicket who is like the very cute little uh mm-hmm. and Ewok he's an Ewok Ewok and the rest of the crew got captured and except for c-3po no he gets captured as well but oh. they think c-3po is a god because he's right. giant and gold he's very shiny and gold and loud yeah and so they think he's a god and they and he can speak their language which no one else can do he can speak everybody's language right and so they think he's awesome and somehow he manages them into he's like they're not my friends cooking his friends yeah don't don't kill my friends okay and leia manages to come up with wicket and be like oh hi i am Again, the beautiful, mm-hmm. um, like, Madonna figure here who right, right. Is, is pristine. Pe- pendulum pendulum swings yeah, a lot. like, all the way also to the, the, the maternal figure. Also, the have a dress for her. They, like, put her in clothes. I think because they ate another person her size. I would assume so. <laughs> I mean, where else are they getting that? Right? Yeah. Right. I Dark. think so. I think they just were like... Oh, we saved these clothes from our last people we cooked because we were just trying to cook your friends. Like that's clearly our milieu. Yeah, we but just they don't. We trying just to cook them in their clothes. Yes, so. they didn't take their clothes off. Which I I don't know. Well, maybe they like it's like tamales where you like roast them <laughs> in the corn husks and then you peel away the well, corn I husks mean, also, before you eat them. But her clothes didn't have like ash or smoke on them. I don't know where they got those clothes, but. It couldn't have been a happy star- tale. Right? Right. And so... They were pretty pristine clothes. But, like, Luke and Leia meet up, and Luke's like, hey, I got some news for you. Yeah. Turns out I'm your brother. And she's like, I know. And they have, like, this whole, like, co- private conversation, and Han is over in this corner, like, getting salty about it. Right. And Leia goes up to him and is like, no, he's my brother. Like, that's what this whole thing was about. Right. Like, and kisses Han, and Han, like, it has, like... Looking over her shoulder as she's kissing him, like, wide-eyed and utterly confused. I'm so confused. And I'm like, I'm right there with you, bro. Yeah, like, right. None of this makes any fucking sense. I I understand. Like, I feel like Harrison Ford was just totally <laughs> improving that. Like, George, you, he's, like, staring off camera like, at George so Lucas, like, really? This? This is what we're doing now? Okay. So, then they kind of, like, rally the troops of these, like, pre-industrial, like, teddy bears? Right, right. So yeah, they they we- they weaponize the teddy bears. Right, and Luke meanwhile like kind of goes down and gets himself captured like intentionally. Right. So also Luke with the long con being like, "I'm a secret genius." Yeah, I'm gonna go get myself captured so I can meet my dad, and we can have a conversation and be like, bros. There's that you could you could I'm sure force ghost some like communication with him. Yeah. I'm, you could send a note. You could send your droids. Like, yeah. you could figure out a way to talk where you're not in the same room where he doesn't have to kill you. But he's like, I can save my dad. I'm like, he's never met you. He doesn't know who you are. But you have no relationship with like, which to, like, fall back on. And, like, you... He literally didn't know you existed until, like, two movies ago. Yeah. Because he's fucking terrible. Yeah, he's, he's a terrible father. And, like, his plan is, like, I will either corrupt my son or kill him. And yours is, I will either save my dad. Or die. Or I feel die like some, trying? some of yeah. you have some higher stakes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, those are some high stakes. Yeah, no. So, Luke has some moments with his dad. And his dad's like, fantastic. I'm going to take you to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's, he's kind of cool. He's, he's the, big the emperor dad. of the whole galaxy. And, I, again, so, 
the first movie, the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope, you meet Vader and he's like the biggest, baddest dude in the galaxy. All right. The second movie, you you, you realize Vader is afraid of somebody else. Like mm-hmm. there is somebody calling Vader shots and you're like, like huh, he's a pawn. Interesting. A very powerful pawn, but a pawn. Like, and then you meet the Emperor and you're like, this guy? Really? Really? Oh, dude in the chair? I mean, he kind of looks like Smeagol. Yeah. But like in a cloak. Yeah, and so it's just like kind of disappointing, but like, what are you gonna do? He looks like the skin that when you take off a band aid, yeah. <laughs> he looks like the skin underneath. Like his whole body was in band aids. Well, I remember like getting like a cast off in ninth grade, and like your leg is mm-hmm. all pale and withered and like gross and needs a really good cleaning. That's what his whole body. That's looks what the like. emperor looks like. Thank you, Mace Windu. He doesn't look very powerful. Um, I mean, apparently he's got, like, force lightning and shit, but, like... I mean... Whatever. And so, you know, the Emperor's like, oh, by the way, you're gonna watch while everything you love gets burnt to the ground. Because I want you to watch this. And so they're on the Death Star, and the Strike Force down below... He reveals that the Death Star is operational. He's like, ha-ha, you thought we were just building it, but truly we built the part that shoots first. And you're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that <laughs> like, tracks. That was why, a... why wouldn't you build the part that shoots first and then the like outer casing later? Like, sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. So this thing's basically like a bear reactor and a giant gun. That's what this thing is. Right. And so the team down below drops the shields while... Um, with the help of the Ewoks, they, like, break in and mm-hmm. drop it. And then as soon as the shields are done, like, the entire fucking rebel fleet jumps in to try to attack this thing. Right. And then, like, the Emperor's like, yeah, see that ship over there? Watch this. Shoots the laser, and it just blows right through the ship. And just right, and everyone's like, oh, shit. And, yeah, and that's where Akbar's like, it's a, it's trap. a trap! And, like, that's... Right. I mean, isn't it always a trap? It is. And so the Death Star starts, like, picking off ships, and Luke is like, well, this sucks. And... And does Luke just stand there? I mean, he tries to... So he he does try to, like, kill the Emperor, but then Darth Vader stops him. And then there's the sword fight between Darth Vader and Luke, where... No, but the Emperor wants him to kill him so he right. can go to the dark side. So why no. would he... Yes. So, the Emperor wants him to try and kill him so he can go to the dark, dark side. Okay. He doesn't but, want him to succeed, but he wants him to give in to his hate and his anger and right, his right, feelings. Right, right, and... right, right. But he says it. So, like, why, if you were trying to manipulate your whole game, your whole game is to be like, we're going to take Luke, we're going to bring him here, yep. I'm going to manipulate him into giving into his anger and fear, right. and then he's going to turn to the dark side and uh, whatever, stuff will mm-hmm. happen. Um. Why would you be like, yes, yes, you're playing right into my plan. Like, why would you do that? Because then you're like, oh, shit, I'm playing right into his plan. Like, I'm going to have a moment of clarity. <laughs> like, right. it is it is the villain soliloquy part of... Oh, yeah, the totally catches a monologuing. <laughs> like, oh. But he, so he tries, he, he forces his lightsaber and he tries to take a swing at the Emperor, but Darth Vader starts him, stops him, and then they start fighting, and Darth Vader's like, dude, you should come with me. Like, me and you should take out the old man. 
Right, and, and we can we rule can, together as father and son. We can rule together as father and son. And he's like, like I don't really want to rule together as father and son, but I'm here for, like, killing the emperor. Can we go back to that can, part? Can we just do that part? And then, like, maybe you can stop being a douche and remember my birthday and show up to my t-ball games and, like, we can start over. Yeah. So, um, so that's happening. Meanwhile. Maybe you could just not murder all these people. Like, we could just tamp down the murderous gauche. Meanwhile, we need to back up and introduce Yubnub. I don't remember who he is. He is the guy with the giant ears that's flying the Millennium Falcon with Lando. Remember? Yes, 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 yes. Because everybody we care about is down on the planet, so we got to have Lando and Rando um, flighting the Millennium Falcon. They're going to fly. I thought he was with Admiral Ackbar. No, well, he is for a little bit, but uh, but then big, but then big ears. But then he and yeah, then Lando and big ears get in the Millennium Falcon and go to attack. The reactor of the Death Star 2. Right. So even though the Death Star 2... Yeah. Should have been better than the Death Star 1. Mm-hmm. It's still a very... It still has a very similar vibe. Yeah. Where they have to shoot a thing into a box. Well, so the the more adventurous thing here is that they haven't built the rest of the Death Star, so they can fly through the structure of the Death Star to the reactor itself. So instead of shooting down the little tube to get to the reactor... Plan is, drive the whole fucking Millennium Falcon into the Death Star. Uh, a couple of X-Wings would be good. Maybe a Y-Wing. Right, whatever Wedge they have. Wedge Antilles is in the back. He's famous. Sure. Yeah. And he's going to he's gonna take some shots. And so they go into the Death Star, um, destabilize the reactor, blow that, and start getting out. Um, only... How do you fly into a nuclear reactor and then get out? So, one, science is convenient in this universe. <laughs> so science is that. magic. So, they're missing a lot of the structure of the Death Star. So, you're able to go in and out. They were still working on building a lot of it. Okay. So, they needed access to the center. And part of that is just literally flying giant-ass ships into the middle by the reactor to drop off fuel and, uh-huh. and equipment and stuff that's going to help. But the reactor that's there is big enough to power what's currently present and the big ass gun so blowing that up is going to blow up the whole station lando and um um, big ears big ears managed to pull that off meanwhile wedge is in the next wing he's helping (laughs) poor wedge (laughs) and they just bolt out of there and another thing and the death star explodes right yeah in a giant explosion right that is very close to Endor, so, right? So if our moon explodes, yeah, what happens to Earth? Um, Some bad, bad shit, right? Yeah. Right. What happens if the Death Star explodes? I'm pretty sure some bad shit would happen to Endor. Yeah. Right? You would, you would throw them into nuclear winter mm-hmm. from all the debris being in the air? So, yeah, exactly. So... It would basically... It would be the end of Endor as you know it. Right. It would It would set off an extinction event. So, um, I, I encourage you to read an article. <laughs> on space.com, a legit... Okay. A okay. legit thing. So, pe- people know some shit there. It's called Endor's End, How Star Wars Death Star Wiped Out the Ewoks After All. And it's basically an article about how, like... What happens? Because at the end of the movie, the Ewoks are like dancing and you see like debris from the mm-hmm. Death Star kind of shrieking through the atmosphere and making fireworks. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they're like, do you understand that a Death Star like that falling from that height would heat the atmosphere of Endor like hundreds of degrees? <laughs> right, like, like if just an asteroid hit, yeah, like it would still it would still cause some uh, mm-hmm. pretty substantial stuff. But if an asteroid hits on like all fucking sides, yeah. Well, and like imagine, like you know how hot the space shuttle come gets coming in, mm-hmm. like, and it's like you know, it's it's basically like a seven forty seven, like it's not a lot of mass, right, 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 compared, compared to, to, to the, the Death Earth. Star, yeah, or the Death Star, and so that much mass coming in would heat up the atmosphere. Things would be smashing into the ground. Like, most of it wouldn't hit, but, like, some of it would come through. And so these flaming hot pieces would hit a highly forested area. Right, right. Very burnable. Very burnable (laughs) environment. There would be continent-wide forest fires. Right. All the water in the rivers would dry up, like, instantly. Like would instantly evaporate. It would be nightmare within... Like, eight hours, all life on Endor as we know it would be dead. I mean, some might survive, but then they're stuck in nuclear winter. Like, yeah, like, and that's the other thing. Like, as soon as that's done, you've got all this stuff in the atmosphere, all the smoke and debris and junk, and, like, you fall into a nuclear winter or runaway greenhouse. Like, we're yeah. not really sure. We'll poor, figure it out when we little, get there. Poor little weaponized teddy bears. Yeah, nobody cared about you. You were pawns in the game of life. Yeah, but also, like, there are people on Endor. There's, like, Han. Oh, no, Han is not there, like, 20 minutes afterwards. You know they got them out. There's Han and Leia, and, like... Yeah, like, all that stuff is happening, but they're like, nope, later. Bye! Yeah. You're welcome! (laughs) You're liberated, see you later. You fuckers, just like white people. Indeed. Lando's, like, kind of taking that personally. but He's like, mm, I w- this but, wasn't my idea. But Luke did manage to get himself and the body of his negligent father, which I would have left to burn. Why do you need the body? I don't know. Maybe he's going through his pockets for loose lightsabers? Yeah, the truth, I would I would pick up every lightsaber on that body. Yeah, I don't know how to make one. So, yeah, let's do it. You missed the part where the guy cut off Vader's hand. Yeah, I mean, Luke does. Luke does. Yeah, well, I mean, there's the big fight where I guess we did skip over. Like, there's a big there's fight. There's a big fight. It's not the, it's not exciting. It's and at fine. the end of that, like, um, Emperor's like, "Hey, Vader, you should kill your son," or "Hey, son, you should kill your dad." Mm-hmm. Whichever way that goes, he doesn't care. He get he gets a new person. He gets a either more powerful or newer apprentice, and it looks like Vader's gonna win. And but Luke had taken off his hand, and Vader's like, "Wait, you want to kill my son?" I have sudden morals about this. Very sudden. The sudden. Like, truly, he has been trying to kill Luke all of these movies. And he's like... And all of a sudden, he's like, I can't kill my son. And I was like, you're the fucking worst at the Force. (laughs) Like, you're terrible at it. So he picks up the Emperor and chucks him in a hole. Right. That's the end of the Emperor. Right. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so all of these Emperors seem to die pretty quickly. Like, they all seem to go down like a chump. So a couple things. One, all these like beginning of the Sith Lords, like the old, the old like B-queen. Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul goes down a ch- like a chunk. Uh, Count Dooku, mm-hmm. and then now the Emperor. So and that famously, other guy from the other movie, mm, I don't remember. Starts with an S. Snarf. <laughs> no. Snarf was the cat from Thundercats. <laughs> he was He's great. He's not in this film. 
I don't remember his name, but he's the one, the one guy from the new movies. He gets like cut oh, in half. Oh, Snoke. 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 I was not that far off. Grand Uncle Snoke. It was a stupid made-up name that started with yeah. Snoof. So yeah, they do kind of go down like jump, but famously, half of those people are apparently not dead. Right. They turn into like, oh, that's cool. I have an upper half. I'm just gonna assemble my bottom half to be like a robot. Yeah, spider. Thing. Robot spider. Thank you, Darth Maul. Yeah. That was what he. That was his plan. Um, also, Emperor is apparently back in the most recent. So Star they're Wars just. Trailers. So they're just like the king of the fake out, where like that's part of the Sith like. Yeah. Vibe is like to pretend to die. <laughs> I guess. And be like, it's cool. Let people cut you in half. That's they're always cut in half. That and, and thrown down a giant. Like we don't hole. know if Snoke's dead yet. We assume he is. He's he cut was, in half and thrown down a giant hole, right? Well, Snoke wasn't thrown down. He was cut in half and he just was left on the floor, and, and then the his floor. entire ship blows up. So here's what you do: is you take the upper half with you. Yeah, or like divide the upper half into another half, mm-hmm. like go long ways. Right, right. That's probably a good bet. Right, and then take one of those pieces with you, and then just keep them separated as a tribute. Yes, just keep them separated. <laughs> Maybe like chuck one into the sun, chuck one right. out to a nice planet. Right, like, like go on a road trip. Yeah, spread the ashes. Remember, um, this is a real funny memory from us. Remember when uh, we were in Thailand and my wallet got lost and I canceled my credit card. Yes, it and did. then I found it. <laughs> And my credit card was already canceled, so the way we decided to solve that problem was we cut my credit card into, like, 20 pieces, Mm -hmm. and we would randomly put it in different places in Thailand. Yes, Like, piece by piece. I do remember that. So, So in some parts of other places, too. Yeah, I think it ended up, part of it ended up in Hong Kong, and part of it ended up in, like, Beijing, and, like, it was, it scattered all over Eastern Asia. Yep, yep. And so, if you can put that credit card back together, you it's, totally earned it's, it's the like $450 that was in my <laughs> savings account at the time. So, um, but yeah, that was fun. But anyway, like, do that with the Sith Lords. Yes. When you kill one, scatter to the I five wings. I feel wins. like this should be something that the Jedi teach their people. Yeah. Like, I know in this movie there's not a lot of people, and yeah, they've only and not had. A lot of teaching. And no, yeah, they've had, like, no teaching. But I feel like. Maybe. Hey, FYI, we only have a little bit of time together, but like, I'm gonna get down to the highlights. When you defeat a Sith Lord, do not assume he is dead. Yeah, go. They're almost like, never dead. Like mutilate the bodies, burn it. Which yeah, do Luke something. does burn Vader, so maybe that was a review. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe he was, was like, I don't know how, like, mm-hmm. this is gonna work, but I'm gonna burn his body just in case. Yeah. So maybe that's part of the plan. And then at the by the way, at the end of the um whole like celebration when the the like Ewoks are dancing and celebrating, yes. like the force ghosts show up and you've got Yoda and you're like, mm-hmm. Cool, okay, I get it. Yeah. And you get Obi Wan, you're Obi-Wan like, Kenobi. Cool, I got it. And then you get Anakin, which depending on the version is either some random dude that they found. Yes. Or Hayden Christensen. Yes. And I don't accept that canon. What the fuck? Right, so he has morals for like two seconds, and he's saved. I guess death that's by a, confession. That, that's some very like Judeo-Christian stuff. Like, well, yeah, uh, <laughs> guilty, but like that is that is whew. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I'm not comfortable with that, but at the same time, I didn't write the stories, so yeah, I yeah. feel like Obi. 
like Obi-Wan would be looking at him like, dude. Very side. There's like no side eye that's happening between Obi-Wan and Anakin. They're just like, bro, what's up? High hey, five. Yeah. Like, no it, hard feelings about the lightsaber thing. Right. About all the murder. Yeah. Oh, you hit my kid for me for like 30 years. That was cool. Yeah, you know. Also, you suck at hide and seek. <laughs> like, 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 just be better. <laughs> Like, I, I, I put him in your hometown. I thought you would find him. <laughs> I kept his last name. I kept your last name. I kept your last name. He hid in your hometown. Like, use a fucking phone book. Talk to some people. <laughs> like, you can figure this out. Fucking dumbass. Right. Like, I understand Leia. Like, she was on a different planet. She was adopted by royalty. Like, whatever. Yeah, it's a good cover. But, like, like but wait, guys. Come on. Uh, so, anyway. So, that's that's the original trilogy. Yeah. As it yep. ends. And that's how it ends. Just some like Ewok celebration uh, in the moments before their eternal damnation. So, yep. There you go. Um, what did we learn? Oh, boy. Um, don't let George Lucas be in charge of your wardrobe. No, definitely not. I mean, I'm okay with it. I look fetching in tight pants and a vest. So. Right, and some uh, knee-high boots. Yeah, a lot of knee-high boots in this one. He does like a knee-high boot. Well, even like like Luke is now wearing like knee-high boots I've... and a tunic and all black. Yeah, it was very, uh, I don't know what 1983 was like. What was it 1983 or 1985? Um, this was 85, I think. Yes, I don't know. No, 83. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what the what the vibe of 1983 was but it was um it was really something it was um also like yeah george you need to talk to somebody right like you're you have a lot of money you can you can have therapy you can do this or you can put your star in like a gold bikini and a dog collar with a chain and we can all just analyze you for all eternity right right i mean you know like it would have been it would have been nice to see something different. Yes, indeed. Many different things would have been good. Mm-hmm. But there we are. Yeah, very predictable. Yeah. Damsel. Yes. To like mother figure. To right. That's all she does. That's all she can do. Yeah. So uh the The Sith still don't really have a plan. Yeah, they have no plan. There, but but the Jedi don't have a plan either. I think that's the overall arching thing of the Star Wars universe is we don't plan. We have no fucking we clue have what's no, going on. We have no plans. And that's why Leia is so amazing. It's because she's like, look at me with the fucking plans. Also, um, in the expanded universe, um, it, it's current. He was in the original expanded universe, but they brought him back into like the new expanded universe after that. I was like like kick to the curb mm-hmm. a guy named thrawn he's thrawn thrawn he's got blue skin he's awesome yeah is he a strategic thinker he's a strategic he's thinker. the only one in the whole goddamn universe except for maybe chewy chewy did manage to like be alive for six thousand years got him there but like thrawn like his thing is he's a strategic thinker and everybody treats him like it's some sort of fucking superpower right right he's like and no I'm guys like, i get I it i just know the you were gonna do this films. and then like I was like, oh, I'm going to do this instead. And people were like, oh, you're a genius. And he's yep. like, uh, sure. But also, like, this, you is, guys not, are, this is not that hard. <laughs> this is not rocket surgery, people. Like, Yeah. So and maybe, his things are like, I'm going to 
I think. Hide. Does here. Throng have the force? Thrawn, not Thrawn. No G. Thrawn. Thrawn. Uh, no, not really. But that's why. I feel like the force makes you dumb. Yeah. Well, the, it's, it is like the performance-hancing drug of yeah, the... Yeah, it makes you dumb. It, it like really messes, It you. messes up other things. Yeah. yeah. It really You, you end up kind of just being like, I have this thing where I can see the future. You're like, how many fingers am I holding up? I can see that you will be holding up five fingers in like two weeks. And you're like, yeah, but like right now. But how like many fingers? right now. I don't know. Like, okay, cool. You're fucking you're, useless. You're like it, it. Your usefulness is niche. Yeah, it's a it's a niche niche use. Yeah, indeed. Um, I don't really know. Like morally, this movie doesn't have a whole lot. Everyone's of a sparkly ghost and happy. Yeah, no matter what you do, like as the force lo- is cool as long as you have like some sort of. I mean, he did have like a little bit of like, oh, I'm not gonna kill my son. I'm gonna murder someone else instead. I feel like that's kind of a draw. Yeah. Also, like, Vader is responsible, you know, directly responsible for literally thousands upon thousands of deaths. If not millions. Oh, yeah. He used a whole planet. Well, no, actually, that was, that was all, um, that was, uh, Tarkin. Oh. That blew up the planet. Okay. Vader wasn't really Around involved in that, that decision. Okay. But, um, but no, but, like, he, he, Yeah. In probably millions because he does like command fleets that right. do very horrible things. Right, right. He's like in charge of people who kill people. Yeah, and like he, you know, he's the he's murder he's, he's murder middle management like pretty well. But he also like he gets he gets his hands dirty. He's a skilled fighter pilot that kills people. He's a hand to hand combat guy that kills people. Right, he right. Force chokes people. Like he's got. He's got many ways to murder many, people. Many, many, many established ways of killing people, and he does. But, yeah, I he's not a good guy. Yes. So I don't know why you're trying to defend him. For, yeah, for, like, but one second. He was like, maybe I should maybe not be evil. And they're like, great, you're a force ghost. And you're like, really? Really? That's it? I'm like, I feel like Obi-Wan's like, man, I could have got laid. Like, right? Right? Like, I could have lived a life. Yeah, I could have had a wife and kids and, like, protected things and had something worth dying for instead of, like, just watching the snotty-nosed whiny kid in the back of nowhere. Right. Fuck. Is that a thing that Jedi can't have families? Yeah, no no attachment. Okay, so there's a reason the Shakers died. Yeah, because they had no families. Because they had no families. I feel like it'd be a much better way to keep the Jedi powerful... To let them reproduce. Well, yeah. I mean, well, Jedi's just happen, apparently. I mean, do they? Is it? I mean, I don't Anakin th- didn't even have a dad. It, it could be a blood disease. I mean, midichlorian infection. Right. Yeah. It's like, so it's either like a, a, a blood disease, mm-hmm. which you just get and it makes you force sensitive. Yeah. Or a recessive gene of some or sort. Or it's some kind of recessive gene. Mm. Or, yeah, Anakin did just happen. We haven't gotten to that, the fucking terrible lazy jesus writing that that is oh god it's so terrible yeah but we'll get there so will we do we have to keep doing these we have three more and then two more and then maybe two more there's like there's seven episodes why are you making so many movies george lucas you're not that good at this you know why he makes this many movies there's a money well, and Look. he only made six of them. We now have four non-George Lucas Star Warses. Are they watchable? With... Mostly, yeah. Okay, they're pretty good. We'll we'll catch up on a couple of them. 
but you'll you'll have to we'll have to make you watch some of them. I don't want to. I'll get you drunk. <laughs> That's a public service. So I mean, I would. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It has very cute daddy bears, which are fine. Which and is, like Leia immediately has to like start caring for them because like. That's her job. Because she's a mom. Because she's a mom. Like, even though she's, like, commanding fleets and, like, she's very smart and she's good at her job, she also has to be, like, super she tender. She has to run the daycare. She has to be, like, super tender and caring to these little, like, yeah, weaponized teddy bears. Yeah. This is, like, like you know, the, the most brilliant, amazing person, woman you can find at your church has to run the nursery. Right. Right. Because that's what they do. That's what they do. That's what women do in churches. And, and that's a different, a whole I mean, other thing to unpack. It's true. It is. <laughs> but that's also what they do in Star Wars. Yep, indeed. So, anyway. Uh, anything else you want to, like, tack on here or anything? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, okay, then. That's very good. I am... <laughs> very drunk. Yeah. You poured yourself a very large glass of scotch. And I was like, oh, that's enough. You should stop. And you were like, yeah, okay. So I'm, like, I might be a little concerned about you and your liver right now. Um, My liver is fine. Right, you come, I got another one. You come from very uh, strong stock. Yeah, my so. German, Irish, Native, Native American, American <laughs> Cuban stock. Whatever, I don't even know. All the drinkers. If my family legends Were are all Were you Irish? True. Yeah. Okay. Granny's like 100% Irish. She had I flaming don't know. red hair before you met her. I don't know. Before I met her. I don't know any of these things. Yeah, she's... Super, I would have I would have to take a DNA test. Irish. I don't even know what I am. It doesn't you, matter. You are northern. <laughs> like it's Scandinavian. And... You're like Swedish, Norwegian, like maybe Danish. Danish. Like that might be the exotic one. Yeah. Like the exotic southerner Danish. But like yeah, all the like finger regions yeah. of, uh, of Europe. Europe. Yeah. You, you grew that's up. Where, that's where they say I'm from. You're you're, we'll you're like half Ludafisk at this point. I'm a hundred percent. I'm all just full of herring. Yeah, which is, explains the coloration a little bit. Right, that's why my skin is tr- fucking translucent, you guys. <laughs> like, you can see all of my veins. I look like when you take that first layer off of the um, technical drawings of humans, like, that's what I look like. You're not that pink. <laughs> I'm so pink. <laughs> I match our bedspread. <laughs> you do, that is true. So, anyway. Well, and on that note, I think we're going to end things before we get even sillier. Yeah. So, um, all of you out there, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly. We'll see you next time.